0: welcome to reinventing professionals a podcast hosted by industry analyst ari kaplan which shares ideas guidance and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services
1: this is ari kaplan and i'm speaking today with zach warren the manager of enterprise content for technology and innovation with the thompson reuters institute which produces research and perspectives on the future of professional services. Hi, Zach, how are you? I'm doing great, Ari. Thank you for having me. Long time no talk to. Yes, no, it's my privilege. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and your new role with the Thomson Reuters Institute.
0: As you said, I'm now with the Thomson Reuters Institute where I'm heading up technology and innovation content here. I've been with the Thomson Reuters Institute about five, six months. Before that, I was editor-in-chief of Legal Tech News at ALM for about six years. And my new role is a little bit of the same, but a little bit different as well. So I'm still putting together articles that touch on technology and innovation in legal. I'm still editing articles, talking with people. You're going to see me on the conference circuit, doing a lot of speaking. But two main differences really in what I'm doing now. One being that I'm not just legal anymore. I'm other professional services that I'm exploring technology and innovation as well. So, tax, risk, and fraud, government. We have a survey coming out, the virtual court survey, which touches on both government and legal. So, I'm still flexing some of the muscles, but in a different way. But then also, kind of to that end. And as you mentioned, the research side of things as well, which is something I was really excited to get into. There was something. Between 2016 and 19, I actually part-time got an MBA here at University of Minnesota. And that was something I really wanted to do was flex those muscles a little bit more, play with data a little bit more, and kind of figure out, okay, how can I tell stories through data, which is something I really like to do and something I know you're very apt at as well with all the reports and surveys that you do. So you kind of know how much fun it is to be able to have this data really underpinning some of the trends that are happening in our industry.
1: I always actually feel so lucky to get the chance to speak with people who are managing some of these issues. What are the key trends that you're currently tracking? A
0: few of the trends I'm really looking at right now are one, just explosion of data that is happening out there. So many people talking about information governance and how exactly to handle all of this data that enterprises have, even within law firms, corporate legal departments in particular, it's become so much of an issue that you can't just handle it by practice area or individual lawyer, you have to have an overarching plan to handle this right now. Or in the corporate context, you have to be plugged into the larger enterprise to be able to handle this right Particularly three years after the start of the pandemic, people are realizing, okay, now we've kind of got this virtual work thing a little bit sorted out. This is really our next big thing that we have to tackle. But kind of part and parcel with that, and the other big trend I'm seeing Regulation in particular is huge right now, just across the board. I mean, a lot of these new technologies, you're seeing the EU really start to regulate how AI can be used. You're seeing, obviously, with FTX, crypto and a lot of the new technologies in the financial space really getting on the radar of the SEC. I think you're going to start to see it more in the litigation context as well, just a closer look at how exactly these things are being used in discovery new technologies, data, what have you. Privacy laws, obviously a big one as well. So you're going to hear more and more about that, not just the new technology that's out there, but an end to the wild west of the new technologies as well, as they start to become more mainstream and start to become more regulated for corporate use.
1: As you know, I wrote a book called Reinventing Professional Services, and I tried to draw this line between all the different professional services, legal and medicine and financial services and veterinarians and architects. And it was fascinating to me to try to draw those parallels. What best practices have you learned about how enterprises are managing data that legal teams can adopt?
0: It's been super interesting for me, even just putting legal on a timeline compared to where some of these other industries are. Like, for example, I've started to work more in tax technology and innovation. Tax technology and innovation probably is five or so years behind legal, actually, where they're really just starting to automate some processes, starting to get a little bit of AI in there, really where you think legal was probably 2017-2018 time frame. On the opposite side of things, You have fintech and where you have banks that probably have perpetually been five or 10 years ahead of legal and are really starting to not only have they automated a lot of their services, but they're starting to operationalize that, including that as part of their strategy in a way that I'm not quite sure law firms or legal departments have yet. So I think some of the best practices in particular that can be learned from other industries is really that it's not necessarily the tech piece to me, but how exactly, as we've talked about people, process and technology for years, but really though, who has mastered each of those three of the tripod and have done that in a way that you can say, yes, when we're thinking about say the future of our law firm, it's not just, oh, we want to be a tech centric law firm. It's. We have mastered how to actually implement these processes, these technological processes into everything we do so that we can go out and guarantee to our customers, we are doing this in a more efficient way than we have five years ago. That's something that say banks are able to say now is we, that everything that you might want is automated. And we know that we are going to give you better service because of that. Law firms, not sure they're there yet, but it's an aspirational goal that I think some will achieve, especially by the end of this decade.
1: You mentioned automation and data capture. What are the barriers to greater technology adoption and how can legal teams overcome them?
0: There's obviously a lot of talk about the billable hour and how efficiency will take away from what hours you can capture, which obviously is still something. You're going to get some people out there, but- I personally like to give law firms a little bit more credit than that. And I think corporations are starting to put, frankly, a little bit more pressure on for those efficiencies as well. So in my mind, it's a little bit less the financial piece than in the past and a little bit more just the operations and process piece. Change management is tough. And particularly after something like the pandemic, where you had people disrupted a lot of change already. Introducing even more change, trying to introduce even more automation might be Sisyphus rolling the boulder up the hill a little bit. There's only so much you can do before it comes crashing back down on you. So it's one of those where people may want to change it a lot in a short period of time, but it's just not going to be feasible for people and firms. The smart ones are going to do this a little piece at a time, but keep chipping away at it. And ultimately that'll get you to where you wanna go, but it may not be as quick as you want.
1: I'm excited this year about doing some research on legal operations, e-discovery trends, law firm leadership, and obviously some significant corporate counsel issues. What's your next area of focus for your research?
0: The big one for me that we're hoping to have out at least by end of June or so, I guess this is a little teaser and I don't even know how much I'm allowed to talk about publicly, but we are starting to look, especially at digital transformation and um, it kind of to what I was talking about earlier of how much are people actually integrating what they're doing with digitization, making things more operationally digitized? And how are they using that in their strategy? So where are people in the journey? Are they still at the very beginning where they're converting paper to spreadsheets, databases, what have you? Are they automating that capture and making sure that any intake that comes into the firm actually is automatically being put into those systems? Or are they taking those systems and doing even more with it? Using it in their decision-making, using it in their strategy. How exactly does that work? So we're playing around with that. We're getting some stuff into the field here shortly. Hopefully that'll turn out soon. And then otherwise, a lot of what I'm doing is... A lot of what I'm doing otherwise is supporting a lot of the other research that Thomson Reuters has already been having going for years. So the virtual court survey that I mentioned, their every two years ALSP report is going to be coming out very shortly here. State of the legal market actually literally just came out yesterday through Thomson Reuters Institute, and I helped edit that a little bit. So a lot of balls up in the air here, but it's fun. I'm glad I'm getting a chance to get into it.
1: There is the teaser, listeners. You have heard it here (laughs) first. Zach, where do you see legal tech headed in 2023?
0: So many people are going to be talking about chat GPT and all of these new- Is there anything else? analytics technologies. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool. It's interesting. But every time you hear about a new cutting edge technology like that, the practical applications, they're going to be a few years behind. So, I think, yeah, there's going to be some people playing around with it, but I'm not quite sure you're going to see it in practice. Or, more accurately, I'm not sure people are going to trust it in practice quite yet. So, a lot of where I see legal tech in 2023 and the research that we've done is really people focused on security and privacy. Obviously, with so many ransomware attacks in the past two, three years, I think it's really started to get the attention of Corporate clients, a lot of boards that, hey, this is a real risk that we want to apply some dollars to. And I know some of the research that I've seen effectively says this is going to be the main risk that we really want to tackle this next year or two. And I think you're going to see a lot of legal tech oriented toward that. We've seen even e discovery technologies being used more in the security context, in the risk mitigation context in recent years. So that's something that wouldn't surprise me. And especially with any potential privacy laws as well, you're going to have a lot of data subject access requests and things of that regard. So more and more, I think you're going to see a lot of dollars flowing that way.
1: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Zach Warren, the manager of enterprise content for Technology and Innovation with the Thompson Reuters Institute, which produces research and perspectives on the future of professional services. Zach, thanks so very much and wishing you the best of luck in this new role. Yeah, thank you very much. Pleasure to talk with you as always.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com
1: or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.